Welcome to episode two of Always Listening as we review Trivial Warfare. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are always listening. This week on Trivial Warfare, well, Josh, you suggested the show, so uh, you give us the stats. All right. So Trivial Warfare is exactly what it sounds like. And you can find it at TrivialWarfare.com. The host is Jonathan Oaks. He's always there. But, you know, I would say his, uh, his cohort in crime would be Chris. It's going to run about 45 minutes to an hour long, and it comes out weekly. Excellent. Let's get right into it as we break down the show. Every week on Always Listening, we discuss the podcast in uh, about four different ways. Host likability, production values, audio quality. We talk about the content, of course, and we give you some don't miss moments as well. And the whole point is to help you find your next favorite show. I gave the little um, declaration or whatever at the beginning of our review of Fugitive Waves that I knew Nikki Silva, and I have shaken her hand and had about a 30-second conversation with, conversation with her. We should say, we know Jonathan. We've met him and spent some time with him, actually, like actually had real conversation with him. I've maintained connection through Facebook, and I was actually on his show this very week. As a matter of fact, the episode just came out two days ago. Oh, so how'd you do? I haven't listened to it. Well, you got to go listen to it, don't you? You can go to TrivialWarfare.com. That's the place uh, to go, and you can download the episode. As a matter of fact, it came out this past Tuesday. So the most recent episode, if you were listening to this on time, and uh, I will be on it. He and I go head to head, though. Chris is not the host, though. He doesn't step in and host. It was a guy by the name of Mark. Mark with a C, M-A-R-C. I feel like he and Chris go head-to-head a lot, though. Well, that's how the show started. In its original incarnation, it was just going to be the two of them sort of facing off. You ask 10 questions of me, I ask 10 questions of you. We go back and forth in a game show style, and that'll be the show. I think once he started it, even though there was a lot of excitement around it, I think he immediately saw... Hey, the real draw to this would be to bring in guests and to have you know right. different people from other shows, different people from other followings, different people that are going to bring their own audience and own interest to the show. That'll help grow your show, but also it'll make the show more dynamic, and it does. I much prefer the episodes where they bring in outsiders, don't you? I mean, don't, not that there's anything um, wrong well, with Chris. And, no, 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 because the thing is, I kind of like the episodes, and I really hope it's Chris. It is. Like I'm jerk. telling you it's Chris. Okay. Yeah, I got it written down. I don't know Chris's last name if they've said it. I like it when it's those two because that's generally the time I feel like it's really like pub style because they're comfortable with each other. Where if you bring on a guest, not every guest is going to be comfortable, like, you know, harassing you or or harassing you a little bit. But uh, Chris and Jonathan, like, they have a really, they have a, a good dynamic. I liked it. Like, that's when I feel like it's the most like pub trivia. You know what? That's a very fair point, And I think you're right. So, but that's what that tells me. What I hear in my head as you say that is that what I like most about this show is not really the pub trivia style. I like it better when Jonathan is playing game show host. I like it better when you he like is Jonathan going as the game show as better as the very host. much as the as the game show host. And I like the hey, it's a show format, you know, very, so for instance, like their most uh, or not their most recent episode anymore. But as of this recording, the most recent episode that's out there, the all sports podcasters episode that they recorded live at Podcast Movement. I really like that episode. It feels like a performance, you know? Well, and the fact that it's live. That had something to do with it, yeah. obviously, yeah, too. Uh, but we're, we're sitting here in the host likability section. Jonathan himself, very personable. He's a funny guy. I think he's very knowledgeable, and I think he's got a great voice, too. Uh, he, well, 
I feel like Jonathan can work on his tone at some point because he can come off as a little bit of a know-it-all. And this is something that I feel like he's grown with as the show has gone. If you've listened to some of the early ones and some of the later ones, and I've listened to a bunch of them now, but I do think you're right. I think he has. So sometimes he feels like it's a joke, like, hey, I'm adding a punchline here after a missed answer. And to the guest and occasionally to the audience might be like, "Ooh, somebody get their feelings hurt in there. Did it get did it get tight in the room? Like, I don't know. Like, let's see. But I think um, that at, like whenever stuff like that happens, I think it adds to it. Maybe a little the bit tension. So what about it? Is, come on, man! It's warfare. <laughs> what about Chris though? Let's talk about him for a minute. Chris has he's more gruff. That's how I described him, both in voice and in attitude. But he is also smart as a whip, and he's really quite funny in his own right. And he's so different from Jonathan in a lot of ways. See, I, I thought, think they make a nice foil. I thought of the two, I, I thought Chris was the the funnier one. I, it, but it's more biting. It's more oh, yeah. like he's he's more. Yeah, yeah. It's a dry. It's he's the Eeyore of the of the pairing. You know what I mean? But like it's a, in a good way. I really like him a lot. I love, by the way, and it's it's one of my. I even wrote it down in my don't miss moments. But it's not. It's something that happens on a regular basis. Jonathan introduces him and say, you know, it's, and now my co-host Chris say hello, Chris, and he, oh, very often, like in several episodes, I hello, heard him Chris. say, yeah, hello, Chris, and <laughs> yeah. then Jonathan will occasionally even reference like, oh, I'm glad you finally got that joke. But he's done it several times. Maybe Jonathan's forgotten, or maybe that's the running gag. I'm not sure. But either way, I like all of that. I like their interplay. I like the this partnership is a good one. So uh, I do like it when Chris is around, even though I like it when the guests are in. Let's move on to production values. How do they put this thing together? Theme song. You got bumpers. You got some ins and outs here, Josh. It's not morning zoo radio or anything, but you've got a little bit of stuff going on in the show. There's, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I kind of hate Jonathan Oaks <laughs> because I can't get this out of my head. It's it is it's driving me bananas. Oh, I know what and, you're talking about. And I I I think it's going to become kind of a tradition. It's it's going to be my new mic check. All right. Uh, and that's I've done it since I've listened to it. I've done it every time whenever we're whenever we're warming up the mics. And that's warm it up, Chris. I'm about to warm it up, Chris. <laughs> Uh, I can't, man, I cannot get it out of my head. It's like, it's eating my brain. And that's, so before they get into it, they have a warm-up round to where they don't score the points. And that warm-up round is uh, is ushered in with... Time to warm, warm it up, up Chris. Chris. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to And see, I think that's a perfect example of how they walk the fine line. You and I, again, in in former reviews, if you go back into the archives, uh, one when we when we were the the podcast formerly known as Pod on Pod, we've talked about the fact that too much and very quickly you become like you're trying to pretend to be traditional radio or you're trying to be something you're not, and you're like, why why are there all these artificial like borders for your content. You know what I mean? That's what that's what bumpers and, and sound effects and all those sort of things can sound like sometimes. Generally, I'm I'm a firm believer uh, when it comes to podcasts that less is more. And so far, the really type of show that's gotten an exception from me are shows that are like ultra produced, like like ninety nine percent invisible. No, 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 not even not even not even that. I'm talking about kind of like the morning zoo type of oh. zany stuff that can get in there. So the shows that have have really gotten a pass on it are podcasts that are really kind of like shows. So like this is like a game show, right? And on game shows, 
Price is Right, whatever game show is, you're going to have those dings, you're going to have those sounders. And that, and this is what that feel is, just like uh, Hollywood Babylon is always a live show for a live visual audience. So it's going to have those things that are indicative of it. I agree with all of that, except I'll say that like I think this is a good example of how they do it the right way because he could there could literally be a sound effect after every question or every answer could be yeah. yes or wrong or whatever. Right. Like, uh, it, yeah, ding, you could ding, do something all the you could do something all the time. You could do so much, and I, he doesn't. He doesn't. They don't. Right. They just put a little in, just enough to remind you, hey, it's a show. We're putting on a show. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's move on to the audio quality specifically. I think Jonathan does a, a really, and I'm assuming he does most of the editing here, by the way. We're, we're talking about Chris as the co-host, but I think Jonathan's the, the man behind the, uh, uh, the ones and twos, so to speak. I think he does a great job, even when one of his contestants is remote. Now, there are episodes that were like Skype calls or something like that, but he mixes and balances the sound pretty well. I listened to one episode in particular, the comics crossover episode, which had, I think, like seven total contestants. There were three or four people in the room. And then there were three people remotely via Skype or Google Hangouts or something. Yeah. Sounded I, fine. Really? Because I, I completely skipped that episode for that reason. <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, I'm not listening to, to like, man, it's tough. It's tough to put out audio when there's only three, maybe four tops talking. When you added more, it's why I, don't, it's why I can't, it's why I can't get behind Doug Loves Movies. Mm. I, it gets too muddy for me. So what what did you think about the audio quality, though? It's not perfect. This isn't the top of the pops as far as uh, this isn't the shining star for this show, but it's fine, right? It's a quality show. Did you have any issues? That's what I'm asking. No, I know what you're saying. I think if you if you if I went down the list of um, content, host likability, audio quality and production value. I think audio quality would probably be at the bottom of my list for this show. Almost precisely right there with yeah. you. So let's move on then to the one we haven't really touched a whole lot on, content. Uh, something more specific to try to get you a handle on exactly what this show's about. They describe it as the podcast that takes the, takes pub, the trivia pub quiz out, out of the pub, pub and brings it home to you. So what kind of trivia, though, Josh? Mostly they do general, general trivia right. shows. So you've got some entertainment, some sports, some history, some whatever. I really like when they do the... Um the very specific show, like this is a sports show or this is pop culture show or this is, I like those types of shows. I enjoy them. I am glad that they are spread out. So for instance, like the sports trivia question, the sports trivia episode, the most recent one. Right. But it feels much more like those types of shows. It feels much more like a head to head. That feels like warfare. Like who's the best in sports or who's the best in this? When it's general, it's kind of like, ah, it's general. Yeah, I suppose that's true, too. I suppose that's true. I, my thing is this. The general trivia, you're never going to hit a whole episode where you don't know anything. You know what I mean? That's Whereas, true. like, I'm, I, I like a lot of sports, and I have a lot of general sports knowledge. But that episode, if I didn't know, like, well, now I know all of the contestants that were in that episode. But if I didn't know a couple of those people, I would not be drawn to that episode to begin with. But the fact that they've spaced those out, and I, I'm going to have a general trivia episode, the next episode, et cetera, et cetera, that I like that. I like that back and forth. So I'm glad that they don't just focus on one topic every week. That's, that's all I'm saying there. Do you have some don't miss moments for us? Yeah, one of, my <laughs> one of my favorite moments happens in the sports crossover episode with, um, with Jay Soderberg, Ramona Rice, 
uh, Nick Schuberling and Corey Finneran. And in that episode, what happens is Ramona is a bit, she's a firecracker man in real life and on the show. She is a firecracker. Uh, she's pretty dynamic. And so she like says a swear word. It gets beeped and they kind of like poke fun at her a little bit. But for this show to be kid friendly, right? It's not an explicit show. It's, it's so surprising to me. And so whenever I, I guess I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that it wasn't <laughs> right. An, an explicit show. Some marked as explicit. You hadn't right. noticed that they weren't cursing. Right. Yeah. But, and then she said it got beef, and I was like, man. I might not be able to go on this show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if this is Trivial Warfare, like, forget the H-bomb. I got the F-bomb. Did he have more than 1,883 yards last year rushing? He had a lot. Sorry. No, he Listen didn't. And we don't swear I know, on this I'm podcast, sorry. You gave Missy. me that warning, too. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so I thought, like, that, that made me chuckle. And especially because Ramona has hosted the show before. She she was a host for Chris and Jonathan for an episode of Trivial Warfare and did just fine. And then on this one, boom, out the gate because she's competitive. And I think that that's what needs to come out of the show more. I think you get it. You get it like intense. You get it competitive. You have warfare in the name. I want to feel that warfare. And that's why I like the sports themed shows or whatever themed show they're going with because that's what it brings out that's what gets me excited i'll say there's definitely some of that in the comics crossover episode so regardless of your audio issues uh, earlier you might you might Mm -hmm. want to check that one out in the end too i i'll tell you one of my don't miss moments from that very same episode though uh and jay soderbergh has it he gives the answer to a question so the question is which florida state great uh was better known in the wwe as farouk and he answers Ron Simmons. Nails the answer, and it's the first answer that they've gotten right in a, in a few questions. And it's a, and it's yeah, a wrestling not, question. Yes, it's a wrestling question. And he goes, <laughs> which isn't which isn't a, like no, he's a sports entertainment. Guy. Yeah, it's it's not really sports exactly. Right. But but so right after that, they're about to ask the next question, and Jay Jay says, "Can we have another WWE question?" And he Dude, goes, "Bring more wrestling questions." <laughs> <laughs> uh, last here's question. we have here's WWE is where we're at. Let's go. <laughs> that whole moment right there, that exclamation was was perfect. Uh, so that is our overall thoughts on Trivial Warfare from Jonathan Oaks. And again, you can find it at TrivialWarfare.com. There are links in the show notes, folks. You can check it out there. Don't forget to check out the show notes all the time because uh, we've got all sorts of great links there. Are you going to keep listening to Trivial Warfare? Yeah, yeah. I, um, it scratches an itch uh, that really hasn't been satisfied. So we did Word Rango. Really didn't get get the, that trivia itch for me doug loves movies there's a game element there sometimes like sort of you can barely call that a game yeah so that 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 really didn't didn't uh didn't scratch it for me no such thing as a fish does kind of like as a general knowledge as you know fun facts like covers that but the the competitive nature of knowledge uh this scratches I agree almost 100%. We don't have another game show, or I don't have another game show that I'm listening to on a regular basis right now. I do have a couple that are sort of in my hopper. I've I've checked out like a quarter of an episode of a show that has been suggested to me called Snap Impression. I know everybody listens to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I've listened to that a few times, but I don't, that's not, that doesn't count as a podcast game show. That's an, that's an NPR game show that happens to be put out as a podcast ask me later ask me another which is another npr uh yeah another show. npr show 
So, but I mean, there are some out there, but I think they do a great job, and it's definitely going to be one in my tool bag, not only for one that I listen to, but one that I keep saying tool bag. It's a toolbox. I don't have a tool bag. I don't want people to think I am. I have some strange uh, accoutrements for my tool. Uh, do you have any? Uh, well, why don't we get to listener feedback here, Josh? Before we get out of here. Ooh. Uh, this uh, came on our Facebook page. You can check out uh, us on Facebook. We're on Twitter as well. But what I really love for you to do is to join our Facebook group. We've got a Facebook group. You can search for Always Listening Podcast Reviews, or uh, you can find links, again, in our show notes right there. But what we do there is we suggest some other shows that you might check out throughout the week. I do. Josh even texts me things to post in the Facebook group occasionally, as well as listeners posting cool stuff like this. Uh, this is from Kellyanne uh, Bellwas. She says, not a show recommendation per se, but for the most recent episode of Tech Stuff, uh, that's from the How Stuff Works group, they discussed audio production and podcasting in very great detail. I learned why some shows sound better, dynamic versus condenser mics. I learned about professional editing and production and how that can affect the final output. They also talk about channels, compression, mixing, levels, fixing mistakes, I was intrigued by the software and computer hardware info. Good episode for podcast junkies or for someone considering starting a new show. Actually, some current producers could benefit from some of this info. I'm looking at you, Ross and Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, look. So oh, I was, was going to come down real hard on this one until that, um, until that little tidbit at the end. That's wonderful. So the, the episode, by the way, is titled, for people that, so they can find it, it's titled Behind the Scenes at How Stuff Works Audio, and it, it was dated uh, May 20th of 2015. So, and this is from uh, Kelly Ann. Yes. So Kellyanne just completely redeemed herself that last line because she's kind of making my life harder. She's not making my life any easier. Kelly, you have no idea the lengths that I have gone to to dodge tech podcasts around here. <laughs> and you're just going to bring one to the forefront. So, yeah, we should probably do some tech podcasts. Man, apparently it's what the people want. Well, we're, we're going to venture into some tech-ish areas. We're Accidentally? Uh, well, we're going to eventually do accidental tech podcasts. <laughs> we are going to do that. Uh, or you know what we might do instead? And this is sort of a tech-ish podcast. We might do Reconcilable Differences, which is a new show with John Syracuse. I think you'd like that one better. Uh, and it's not super tech-focused. They talk about tech occasionally, but it's not the primary uh, concern. No, but w- sooner than that, though, we're going to talk about Gamer Tag Radio. Oh, hey, we're going to do game- That's well, a little technology. That's, that's video not the same games. thing. Right? No, it's entertainment. It's well, it's it's video games. Sure. It which is if you want to be technical about hey, it. Hey, it's ones and zeros, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Josh, if someone were to have some feedback that they wanted to send us like Kellyanne did and they don't want to post it on Facebook. Sure. Or maybe they had a show that they wanted us to review. Then they can call you directly at 318. Hey, shush, shush, shush. You take that. That's not even my phone number. It's all fives, baby. Fives yeah. as far as you can yeah. see. Uh, no, they can email us is how they can Okay, do that it. works too. Yeah, and the email is alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear your feedback on uh, this show. We would love to hear your feedback on some of our reviews. We'd love to hear your questions about podcasting. We've got a lot of cool things coming up. Not only are you going to get a new review every week here on uh, Always Listening, but you're also going to get an extra review once a month as we update a show that we've previously reviewed. Right on. We've got a couple of those already in the hopper that we know we want to talk about. We want to go back and talk about Ivy Envy since it's you know right here at the baseball playoffs pretty soon. 
Uh, we want to talk. And the, and the Cubs. <laughs> That's right, baby. The Cubs, yeah, Cubs are running. By the way, like three times in. Okay, first off, to say, okay, to say that the Cubs are in the running, I think it's fair. I also think it's a little misleading. They're like 20 games above 500, okay, aren't they? For, well, here's a great thing for you. They have the fourth best record in baseball. Fourth. And they are third in their division. Yeah, fourth best stinks. record in all of baseball. Third in their division, which means they're fighting for a home field wild card spot. Odds are it's going to be, they're, they're going to be in a way wild card spot, which is just heart wrenching. Like, yeah, I should be happy and ecstatic that, that my team is in a playoff race at all in the discussion. Uh, and that's great. And that's awesome. That's a great feeling. But it's hard not to feel like they're just like, what a year to get hosed in. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it it does feel like this is the beginning of a terrible punchline for you. I, I've thought that many times throughout the season. Hey, let me tell you something else. I've, no, I've found it's, myself it's the season. Like, if the season ended right now and they didn't even make the playoffs, which if the season still ended be right now, they season. would. It's a fantastic season, man. Well, that's good. That's a great attitude to have, Josh. I appreciate that. But I, let me tell you something I've found myself doing. I can say there's always next year and mean it. Because of the combination of you and, and Corey Finneran and the fact that I know him now and follow his show from time to time, because of that combination, I have found myself answering questions about the Cubs with other general human beings or like something is generally said. And I take a pro Cubs position very quickly. <laughs> where I have no dog in I'll this hunt it. at all. I'll I have no it. dog in this hunt. I love it. So anyway, uh, for that and many other reasons, we're going to cover Ivy Envy pretty soon. We're also going to uh, be talking about the guys at Stuff You Should Know, uh, Josh and Chuck, some of our uh, early fans. We're going to re-review their show and update with some of the cool things that they're doing in video. I want to talk about some of that stuff. Uh, if you've got an old review, particularly one from before the 50 episode mark, don't you think? If, if 50 or earlier, if you've got a show that we've covered and you're like, you guys left some stuff out or they're doing cool things or whatever, and you want us to put it in that rotation for the bonus updates every month, please email that in as well. Where Always, you at, Rob, has a podcast listeners. Hey, they're coming too. That, that one's coming too. It's in the hopper. Always listening pod at gmail.com. All right. You got anything else to add this week, Josh? Uh, no, sir. All right. We will be back next week as we will be listening to Edacious Food Talk for Gluttons. Until then, we've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are always listening. Always Listening is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find more great reviews and our full list of episodes by searching for Always Listening in iTunes or Stitcher. Or go to blogtalkradio.com slash alwayslisteningpod. Find us on Facebook and Twitter as well, Always Listening Pod, and email the show, alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Enough by Bethany Rayburn.
two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.